0: I am the champion. Ah, uh, sorry. Um. Hey, how's it going, buddy? Yeah, what up? I've been celebrating since Sunday. Uh, <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to Chaos of Rainside. I'm your host, Jonathan Gilchrist. That guy over there, who's not as smart as me about wrestling stuff, that's Mr. R-Device. Yeah, yeah, get it, get it, cowboy shit. <laughs> oh, and uh, yeah, today we're going to talk about everything wrestling. As you can tell, one of us is right. One of us was less right, although I'm going to give you some extra bonus points when we talk about it, but... We'll get to that in a second. Um, how have you been with everything else? Like, have you been, anything cool happen in wrestling world that I haven't paid attention to?
1: Well, um, not that I'm aware of. We have mm-hmm. some, uh, we'll be, we'll, we'll get into a little bit, but seeing how we don't watch the show, it's not too easy for us to get into it. But there has right. been some, uh, there's been some changes. There's been a lot of uh, changes to the uh, Survivor Series lineups.
0: Oh yeah, I've heard that. Actually, I don't know if this is true, but I heard from somebody that I like pay attention to say that Raw was actually good for once. And I was like, "Oh, that's a nice change." I don't know if it actually was. I just, I mean, it was probably
2: said. it was
1: probably just good for their standards. I'm assuming.
0: Yeah, better than it was. Um, but yeah. So before we get into all these AEW stuff, which is the main thing we were doing, uh, let's see what else did I see. I did get, see a tweet from Mr. Iguana, my favorite AAA wrestler, uh, that uh, said, dream matchup. And it was a picture of Hornswoggle with an uh, actual Iguana. And that made me laugh pretty heartily.
1: Oh, that's uh, awful. I mean, <laughs> that really is a dream matchup
0: right there. I, I would pay money to see it. Oh, yeah. Because um, like, nothing really sticks out to me. That, like too much that's happened. AEW like, like, AEW's kind of just dominated the news cycle as far as i can tell um oh, well yeah for good reason because the pay-per-view was awesome and yeah just a lot of good stuff so i think we're going to skip over the rest of the wrestling world because i think most of it's going to be informed by what we're going to talk about anyway um did you want to start off just with the pay-per-view
2: yeah let's dig right in
0: all right so um, yeah, the reason I started saying I am champion is that I was a hundred percent right. I my predictions came out exactly, and yeah, uh, I you didn't get a couple, single one wrong. Yep, um, I do want to give you partial credit though because I honestly, if I followed my heart of hearts, would have picked FTR, and you did convince me to pick the Lucha Brothers. So technically, <laughs> without you, I would not have had a full sweep. That's fair. Um but yeah no I the man the paper was just nuts i there wasn't a bad match at all even the stuff that I was kind of in eh, about was great um MJF, honestly yeah you know, even the
1: match that i would consider the met
0: ma- yeah.
1: even the match that i would consider the worst match on the card mm-hmm. was still a decent match it was just with how good everything else was you know it wasn't really like as good,
0: right? Were you talking about the tag match, like the, yep. the regular tag match? Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah, no, that match wasn't even bad, but like what like we, like I said to you, it reminded me more of a dynamite match. It didn't feel like it needed to be on the pay per view.
1: Well, we'll we'll get into it, but I think it was supposed to feel weird because of yeah. who was involved.
0: Yeah, definitely, especially if some of the stuff that's been going on with him and social media. Yeah. Uh, something weird's happening, but let's start with Darby Allen and uh, MJF just deciding that they're going to have a main event to start the show.
1: <laughs> this was the best match of the night.
0: Yeah, and like it basically set the bar so high like other people came close, but I don't think anybody jumped over it. Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, as far as storytelling and everything goes, like the last match was obviously amazing too, yeah. but my god. I, just like, as far as pure like in ring goes. Right. Like this match was just was a work of art, man.
0: Okay, so I want to do one thing that's nitpicky because I want to be nitpicky when we can because there's not a lot to actually be negative about, if that makes sense. I don't want to be overly gushy. Um, and this is just a spot that's always annoyed me. When you do the um, like rapid uh, reverses on a small package to do false finishes, I don't like it when the guys just start rolling around the ring. I think it looks silly, um, but that's just me being nitpicky about that particular spot. The actual storytelling of it is fine. Like I like the false finishes. I like the the flow of it. It's just that particular spot's always bugged me. So I wanted to point that out because there's not a lot else to really be negative about when it comes to that match, as far as I'm concerned.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can I can get where you're coming from as a as a 95 year old. Um, <laughs> as, I, I, I understand as someone since you are someone who, who grow, grew up watching wrestling in the 50s I can I can understand how that can bother you old man
0: listen a bear hug is supposed to be a finish it's not a, a spot for you to use it's supposed to end the match done ah, finished. I finished. <laughs> that's fair um, no it's just like I said there's, that's just a personal preference it's annoyed me in other matches too um, it had, It wasn't even like they didn't use it correctly it was just I never liked it so I wanted to bring it up just because other than that there really wasn't anything else to say like the the storytelling in the actual match going back and forth MJF perfectly like being a heel but at the same time showing resilience by you know hurting his own knee but still getting really? moves off of his knee I was going to um, say
1: that, him selling the knee uh, like on that like tombstone on the apron and everything like balls oh like right. him screaming out in pain.
0: Right. Cuz as a heel you don't get to do the, you know, the babyface resilience comeback, but if you do something like that, you get to show resiliency without taking away from your heelness. So What about it, that? What about is-
1: that Minneapolis crowd, dude? The 50-50 chanting of MJF. Oh, like yeah. Like come on. Like was- he was amazing, but how can you cheer? How can you cheer for such a heel?
0: Because uh, he's better than me, and I know it. That's how you yeah. cheer for such a heel. Um, God, yeah, it no, was so like,
1: good. I, I loved really the ending. Surprised. I loved yeah. the ending of that match so much.
0: Oh, yeah. Perfect, like, heel ending where he, of course, doesn't get the clean win, but still does exactly what he said he was going to do.
1: Exactly what he said he was going to do.
0: He and, said he was going to win with, with a with a... With a
1: with a fucking, side
0: headlock takeover.
1: Yeah. And by God he did it.
0: Oh, uh, and then I I think it was just the amount right amount of use of um Spears and Wardlow and Stain. Like they got yeah, involved yeah. but it wasn't too much.
2: Right,
1: yeah. They they got involved, but it wasn't like it, it was it was it was yeah, it was the right amount. It wasn't overdone or anything.
0: Right. Um, and yeah. it served
1: a purpose.
0: So, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, I feel like MJF pretty much at this point is plugged in to be the, the next after Brian Danielson. The next, well, we'll talk about that in a second. But he'll be the next def- or um, like person going after the title. I don't see what you else think? you can do with him at this point. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I feel like I almost feel like it has to wait a little bit.
0: I mean, I'm not maybe not right away, but I think he's going to be the next serious challenger. I think that's well, The mm-hmm.
2: thing is,
1: I think, because for me, I feel like he takes the title from Hangman whenever that match happens eventually. Right. You know what I mean? But I don't want that to happen for a long time.
0: Yeah. No, I think you're right. But I do think that's where he goes next overall is what I'm saying. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: There has to be, I feel like there has to be another like feud in between that though.
0: I mean, he still could be not done with Darby because obviously Darby got screwed over so you could continue to that do that too. For a while.
1: That's so, fair. Yeah, I feel like that could continue. I hope it continues because this has been really good.
0: Yeah. Um. So let's see. I can't... I'm going to forget the order of matches after that. Um, see, after then,
1: that was the tag title match between oh, FTR and Lucha Bros.
0: Okay, that... Going from that, uh, Darby Allen and MJF to that is like they didn't even like Step down a notch it, it just continued to build it was ridiculous like how fast paced both those matches were yeah in uh, different ways yeah um, at the end
1: of mjf derby i was like how on earth does anyone follow that and then it yeah. was ftr and lucha bros and i was like oh that's how
0: yep, okay right there. and um yeah my like i said my heart wanted ftr to win but i knew in my head that you were right that logically it just doesn't make sense for them to beat uh, the lucha bros twice but yeah. even in losing, I like the, the um the old school, like the you know heel bitch of the right man didn't get pinned.
1: Yeah, so, which gives them a reason to continue the feud as well.
0: Yeah, and even I saw again. I was just roaming around Twitter. I saw MJF. Um, I, well, first it was Dax Hardware that tweeted out that the wrong man got pinned, and then MJF responded to that with robbed, all in capital letters. <laughs> so I thought that was really funny. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: this, uh, this, match, uh, this match was insane too, though.
0: Yeah, I, I – oh, man, it's just not – I mean, this one I don't even have anything to really um, nitpick. I, I really love the uh, – the spot of like paying homage to Eddie by both Harwood and I think it was Penta, right? Was, yeah. Yeah. Like Harwood went for the three amigos, of course, didn't do it quite right. And then Penta did it correctly. But in that way, both of them paying pay homage to Eddie, which I thought was really cool.
1: Yeah. At the time I was like, Oh, that's really awesome. Little did I know that, that throughout the night, there was going to be like 20, um, 20 nods to, to Eddie Guerrero
0: well i didn't know the reasoning until like later like somebody pointed out like i guess it was on the night of the anniversary of his death yeah so that's yeah, why it was. On that. yeah
1: yeah uh before we go further into it i will it, this is gonna there's no there's no way for me to say it without it making me sound bad but uh-huh. i'm gonna say it anyways is i kind of wish i uh, I wish that they didn't do an a, a an Eddie spot in like every single batch. Right. Because it made it feel less sincere.
0: I mean, I get where you're coming from, but I kind of, I, I give them, I let them have it just because I see where each one of them came from. So it didn't really affect me that way, but I can see why, yeah, overdoing it might be a problem. But considering it, the anniversary... I just, yeah, I let it go. It's fine with me. But I understand where you're coming from. Of overdoing yeah, something it, it, like that. Yeah. For me,
2: personally,
1: I just felt like it was a little overdone.
0: Yeah. but See, the reason that I, like, I, the reason it didn't get that way to me is because I could put into why each guy was doing it. So, it was like, I could see the individual reasons that had nothing to do with just doing it for the sake of doing it. You know what I mean? Because, like, Penta yeah. obviously has... Like Eddie would be an influence on anybody that grew up in his era of uh, lucha. Um, Chris knew Eddie and was like his best friend. Yeah. Um, what was the other one that uh, stuck out? I can't remember. There was another one I was just thinking of, and I lost it. But,
2: I guess yeah. Dax said it because he's a heel.
0: Yeah. Well, Dax would appreciate Eddie's heel work, but there was one other one that I was thinking of that I couldn't can't remember who it was. Eh, my brain's not working as well as it would. But like I said, that's how I took it back and completely see, yeah, once it happened a bunch of times, I could see it gets a little um, repetitive and less sincere um, to, you know, anybody really.
1: Yeah, that's all it was really. It, it just most, it, it it just it started to feel less and less sincere, but I get that, I guess, with each person like having their own reason to do it. Oh. You don't want to be like, no, you can't do this because someone else is already doing it.
0: Yeah, the other one was Punk, and Punk. I know just from doing research on him years ago for stuff. Um, one of the first like really mainstream stars he ever fought in the Indies was Eddie Guerrero, so he has a very personal connection to Eddie that he wants to you know put out there. And he said that that match was for Eddie. So yeah, that was the other one. I was thinking of yeah, that. That my brain left me. All right. <laughs> So after the tag title match, let me see if I can remember. Let's see what happened. Nope, nothing. I can't remember what happened after that.
1: The American Dragon, Brian Danielson versus God's Forsaken Champion, Miro. The finals of the Men's World Title Eliminator Tournament.
0: They did such a good job doing what I said. Like I thought they were going to do, resetting Miro to where he was before he got randomly put in the the tournament. So I really like that but also you and i were both just impressed with like the fact that they were doing a WWE style match but doing the best version of a WWE style match which gives you a perfect break from the high octane AEW yeah. stuff that was right before it
1: yeah exactly it was completely different a like, complete change of pace and just well just well received very well done and yeah yeah like i told you yeah like i like i had texted you like just like the perfect WWE style match. Right. It was basically, it was the best, it was the best WWE match in the past like 10 to 15 years and it wasn't even done in WWE.
0: Right. No, it was, it was really good. I, the, um, the fact that like, uh, I want to permit, say everybody, I I didn't see a bunch of it, but leave JR alone. If he screws up and says, Daniel Bryan, you know, you do too. Everybody leave JR alone. Um, leave jr alone because i was about to do the same thing and say daniel Bryan. um yeah. daniel no I, I
1: i i do it i do it all the time too so
0: yeah i love the fact that he actually got out of the game over like yeah he's a counter wrestler so of course he would have a counter to that move um
1: in general man that great that match is just great i loved i loved the fat fe- like they just played into the fact that Miro is just this big, like brute, and like, you know, is just, like sturdy and bigger than Danielson. So like, for every, like three kicks or chops, Danielson would get in. You know, Miro would just like hit him once, and he would just drop. Right. Like playing into the fact that he's like just you know is just bigger and stronger.
2: Right. And it's just
1: really good in ring storytelling. is very, 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 very well done.
0: Yeah, and they even got me with a couple of false finishes where I thought, oh, they are going to try and go the opposite direction because they have a face champion now.
2: Yeah. Nope,
0: they still went the way I thought they were going to go, which I'm very interested to see how that match goes because, like you said, we're both hoping for a long page run, and I'm assuming there's going to be one. So how is uh, Danielson going to get his first loss is basically what it boils down to for that title match.
1: I mean, um, fans are riot. I know everyone loves Danielson, but fans would riot if yeah. if Page lost the title if Page lost the title after like a, a like a month or something.
0: Right. Yeah, they haven't announced when it's going to happen, but yeah, whenever it does, it's going to be too soon for that to end. Um. Let's see what else? Did, okay, so I think that's about for that match. What was the next one after that?
1: Uh, next match was the the six man false count anywhere match between. Christian and Jurassic Express taking oh. on the super quick.
0: and who was right about who was going to win that match um, who was that remember it was like a week ago yeah
1: I overthought it. it I overthought it I told you what I thought was going to happen and I overthought it it's that simple yeah.
0: no I like I think um, I, I and think basically I everything logic.
1: basically kind of happened the way I thought it was going to except for this match
0: right no, I think you like I said. I think your logic did put it down in my head. There were several times where I thought the Super Click were going to win, but yeah, I think basically the idea that they needed that roadblock, especially with what was coming up, um, they kind of everything needs to kind of be in flux a little bit for think, yeah. the storyline that's about to happen. And I think that's why they lost. Um, plus just a fucking great coming out party for Jungle Boy is if you needed another dude, one. Dude. <laughs> oh my goodness!
2: So
1: like, yeah, for sure. But, also, Luchasaurus, <laughs> the shooting star press.
0: Oh.
1: Like, is there nothing that this big man can't do?
0: Yeah, I think I texted you literally just, oh, fuck gravity and physics, as I saw Luchasaurus too, shooting star press. Like, oh, good God.
1: And oh. those triple thumbtack knee
0: pads. Yeah. No, good that sport. was definitely the finish I thought, oh, wow, okay. I mean, I guess I was wrong point for Mr. Yeah, I right. that was the finish. <laughs> um, I will and, uh, say, Jesus, yeah, um, yeah, I do love the I do love the added viciousness of uh, Jungle Boy getting to use the concerto, like deciding to use the concerto to win the match. That was uh, really cool. Um, yeah, I don't know where they're going to go from there with Jurassic Express. I'm, I'm a huge jungle fan. Like I, I have told you, he's my favorite. I think he's my favorite AEW, period. So I'm interested to see what they do with him next.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll be really interesting. Because, like, he definitely does need a little bit more of an edge to him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: For no other reason than the fact that, like, always happy-go-lucky all the time. Mm-hmm. Only lasts for so long before the right. fans turn on it no matter who you are like right. i don't care who you are event and how good you are eventually fans turn on just pure happy good guy right I was so he needs bit, something
0: yeah i was actually a little bit surprised that there was no marco stunt involved at all i, I figured he'll have to be off the, the stooges at some point
1: me too I'm, i mean i'm happy i like i'm, I'm uh, I've, I've, he's if there was ever a match for it, it would have been this one. It's right. funny. I usually hate him jumping in like that because it's such a like a heel thing to do for mm-hmm. a face group to have it happen. And this would have been like the one match that it would make would make sense. that he didn't do it,
0: right? Because there there's those two stooges out there. So yeah, it would have made sense yeah. to have him. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if he's injured. I don't know what's going on with Matty or anything. But I just thought that was an interesting thing that he didn't show up. Um, actually I had a weird thought about Jungle Boy that I hadn't thought about before but based on who his dad is like he had, he had no reason to have to be wrestling he could be in Hollywood doing teen like, dramas right now like his dad and it yeah. wouldn't even be in like a hard thing for him to do so it's just an interesting thought to have. I was like yeah he must really love this and I can imagine how much he's had to work hard to get to this point so good on him um, yeah yeah, just the I'm
2: really interested to see
1: where it goes from here though. Cause I think I think this is pretty much it between them and the super Click. Like I yeah. this is one suit that I do think is over.
0: Yeah. No, this definitely felt like the blow off. I don't there's not really a reason yeah. to go back.
1: So uh, I don't know where they go from here.
0: Yeah, as far as like Jurassic, I think I know where the super Click is going, but I, yeah, as far what? as Jurassic Express, I don't or Christian, I have no idea. That's gonna be interesting to see what happens next um let's see what was the next one after the um six man
1: so next one was what i thought personally was the worst match of the night and that still it was a pretty decent match but just compared to everything else not Mm -hmm. quite as good and that was cody rhodes and Pac taking on andrade and malachi black
0: yeah i the storytelling in this match was really weird is just yeah Oh, it's so awkward like, and not even bad awkward just like it felt like I said earlier you need to be on Dynamite building to a feud that's what they were doing and but they are building in the middle of a pay-per-view which is weird um, Yeah, just yeah the cock and Cody not really working together um, then Malachi Black and Andrade stopped working together for some reason just randomly and, Yeah, and um, I, Cody I think, yeah
2: that was the
1: thing. It wasn't even the Cody and Pac thing that really got me because I expected that to happen.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It was it was Andrade and Malachi Black just randomly stopped working together because they were fine. They were tagging in and out like normal partners. Everything was good.
0: Mm-hmm. Nothing in
1: the ring happened to make them stop working well together. They just did. They just stopped randomly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like there was no miscommunication or anything before they started like
0: yeah, nah. they're just blind tagging each other, and yeah, it was it was a weird choice. Like I'm, I'm at this point, AEW has built up enough cred that I'm not going to let one weird choice make me say it's not good until I see how it plays out because they might have an idea for an overall story that they're working towards. So, I
1: mean, the overall story might still end up being fine, but this particular match
0: mm-hmm.
1: was not good. Right, and then I mean, to- it was it was okay, but it it. Compared to everything else, it was just nowhere near as good.
0: Right. And then Cody, again, teasing going heel, like again, teasing pedigree. Um, and then, like, the crowd. I, like, I know there's not a lot of crowds left, but I really thought Minneapolis with all the history and stuff, this would be, like, a pro-Cody crowd. Not even slightly. They hated his guts. Um, yeah, I don't... Especially, because I really liked that promo a few weeks ago, but especially after he addressed all this and specifically said he wasn't going to do the heel turn that I think is the smart play that everybody's calling for. I don't know how you backtrack on that. I mean, I guess as, as a heel, it doesn't matter. He doesn't meet, yeah, it, it doesn't
2: matter
1: because he's... he's <clears throat> I definitely think he's doing the thing where he is like... he. I don't know how to explain it. It's like the... I mean, he's not going to call himself a heel. He's not necessarily going to do a lot of heel stuff, but right. it's just like he's going to play. I think he's still going to like play into it.
0: Right. Yeah, no, I think you might be right. And then he also, what we were talking about earlier, he deleted his Twitter. I think it was either like in the last like day or so from the recording. Um, so that, especially because the Bucks have done that before, that seems heely to me. Um, yeah. And it could also just be that... You know, Twitter's an awful place. and people... It is
1: an awful place. And I think another, <laughs> well, I think one of the issues, and honestly, I'm, and this might be a bit of a tangent, but it. I love AEW.
2: Uh-huh. And
1: fans, you know, are oh, great man. to a degree. And fans are needed for wrestling, obviously. Right. It's just not the same. And fans are very, very important to wrestling. Extremely important to wrestling, obviously. Right. That being said, AEW fans, there's there's a section of AEW fans mm-hmm. that are, I don't know how to explain it, just like too, they're too rabid of a fan base. Right. They, They seem to, because I, so I I don't, I mean, he hasn't said anything about it, but Uh I wouldn't doubt a part of the reason why Cody Rhodes deleted his Twitter Uh is because there is probably, and not even probably, I know there is, there's a section of AEW fans that can't seem to separate character from person. Right. And are probably like giving Cody a lot of shit. For like, like Cody the character, a lot of shit, right? You know, not like putting it into their heads that they're attacking like the actual person Cody, who, right. for all intents and purposes, for everything that we can see, is a fucking stand-up dude. Like right. for all the like charity work he does and everything, and just like how much he tries to give back, like he just seems like a really stand-up guy,
2: right? So. Yeah.
1: And but that that would be my guess as to one of the main reasons why he probably deleted his
2: Twitter.
0: Yeah. I think because it, when it comes to Andrews, I think a lot of what goes on with the Star Wars fandom, where like most of the fan base are so rabid that they have their own ideas on what should happen.
2: Yeah. And
0: so when it doesn't match up to what they've built up in their head, they go off on the people making the stuff that they're watching um and so i think that's a lot what happens like they want cody to turn they you know they want this this big run to happen and when it doesn't happen they turn on him um and yeah just make it not fun to be on twitter i'm assuming yeah
2: exactly
1: so and like i said i mean you know he hasn't come out and said anything like that but i wouldn't doubt it in the slightest that that's probably one i would assume that's one of the main reasons
0: right yeah, no. As far as the match itself goes, it like I said, it was fine. It was a, it would have been a great dynamite match. It just it felt like building up a feud in the middle of a pay per view that was paying off all these other feuds. And I don't I don't know what the end game is going to be. I just think this match could have been on dynamite. You could have put something else there and then continued the feud going forward. Yeah, we'll yeah. see what happens.
1: I will say, for everything that's happened with it, it's I, I'm interested to see what happens next.
0: Yeah, no, it's not, not a bad feud at all. Not, well, it's for me it's
1: not out of a wow, this is awesome. For me it's like a huh, how do they get through this? Right. I it think it's more of just a curiosity of how you get out of this.
0: Yeah. I am yeah, you're right. I am interested to see because if, if Cody is dead set, I'm not going full heel, how do you write yourself out of this? Do you just continue to ride those incredibly negative reactions, because those just end up feeding on themselves when you don't acknowledge. That's one thing Cena did, even when he was um in, like, the hottest, you know, Cena sucks chance. He would acknowledge what's happening. Cody yeah. has so far just been like, well, I'm just your shucks. I'm just your everyday baby face. I don't even know why people don't like me. And then just ignoring his matches as the fans are wanting to rip him apart. So. Yeah. But, yeah, that can give you even more frustration. So I don't know what they're going to do, but I'll wait and see. And hopefully, they you know have some really genius ideas coming on down the pike.
1: I hope so, because like it does. It uh, man, it does get a little repetitive. It's just like the same like grandiose, over the top coming like like ah, man. I one thing that bugs me. And this happened during the pay per view. Is you know who had the biggest pyro for the night?
0: Um, I'm gonna guess Cody. Cody.
2: It
0: was. I would have said it was close between him and Jungle, but I remember Cody's being a little
2: bit Cody's. (laughs) Cody
1: Rhodes' biggest pyro of the night. He's in Mm -hmm. the middle of the pay per view tag match. Right. His his shit just like his stuff just seems so. Disconnected, yeah, from the rest of AEW. Yeah, I don't. I don't don't know how else to explain it. Just like whenever I'm like, it feels like we're take. Whenever anything that like involves him starts on the show, it feels like we're taking a trip away from AEW, and into like a Cody specific, like kind of world.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it's the fact that they've cut him off from the world title, so he's not a part of that chase or if it's like just he's a part the of way that,
2: is the problem.
0: Yeah. And the way, that, or the way that he's um, booked or the way that he, you know, the, I don't even think it's him doing creative control, but he has the input to do the things he wants to do. So it puts him in a different position than everybody else. I don't, I don't know. I, I you're right though. It does feel separate somehow from the rest of the show. And I think that's part of the reason everybody's clamoring to turn heel and get into the title hunt and maybe even win the title so that he can be a part of everything else that's happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just want
1: him to feel like it's a, I just hate that he feels so separated from everything, you know? It's so frustrating.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. Alright, so what was the next match after the uh tag match, which by the way for my money isn't the worst match of the night, um, but it's definitely second. And I think if you if you put the money in it, you'll know which one I would call the worst, but... Well,
1: yeah, I know, but that's because you're you. <laughs>
0: uh, anyway, so what was the next match after that?
1: Next match, Britt Baker, the champion, DMD versus Ty Conti, Ty County.
0: Did you do the fingers when you said DMD?
1: No, because I'm frustrated with you.
0: <laughs> this wasn't the worst match for me either, jerk. <laughs> um no it was the, that's uh, fair
1: yeah because i know which <laughs> match you think was the worst match
0: yeah
1: and I, I i guess we'll get there eventually but yeah i will i will say that yeah maybe that was worse than well anyways we'll we'll get to it when it happens but yeah, yeah. so next was the, the women's title match and honestly at least for for me very solid match yeah. i mean it, britt baker is always good you know what i mean like she is just on another level, and the fact that, at least for me, the fact that Tay Conti, like, kept up with her in the match, right. as far as, like, storytelling and just every as far as just the match in general goes, was, like, really, like, top notch for her, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. No, I think it was a really good, like, step up for Tay Conti. She definitely seemed like she belonged there. And I think there was a couple of false finishes that got me for like a second. I was like, no, that's not going to happen. But um, yeah. But yeah, no, like the match itself was really good. Um, Brit's always good. Like I can't remember a bad match that she's had at this point. Um, At least coming from like the the first few months when she was trying to figure shit out. Right. Um, Yeah. But yeah, not since, not for more than a year at this point.
1: Yeah. This Um, title run's been on another level.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I really have nothing bad to say about this match, and like, um, as as we always know, it's not the thing that will draw me to a pay per view, but there was nothing to complain about. Um, there was none of the botches or weirdy pacing that sometimes gets me like gets me out of women's matches in general. So there was really nothing bad to say about it. It was a great title defense. Only thing that I would have would have been nice is if the um, if Ty Conti was a little bit more of a threat. And that's only because she doesn't. She her character hasn't been built up. They don't have a rivalry that made me think maybe. So yeah. that, that had nothing to do with that. That just had to do with the fact that it's a it's a run of the mill title defense and not a like serious feud title defense. So yeah, yeah, that also, had nothing to do with that,
2: dude, really.
1: <laughs> I I love the fact that like one of Taikati's like signatures mm-hmm. is basically like three bro kicks. Or, like, her, yeah. uh, not bro kicks, uh, basically, like, um, like, just those three, like, corner kicks to the, f- like, three Haluva kicks, basically.
0: That's what I, was th- I thought you were going to say, Haluva kicks, yeah.
1: Yeah, and, like, oh, <laughs> it's so good.
0: Yeah. No, I really, um, I, I think she needs to develop a character more, um, like, her in-ring style's fine. But, like, as far as, like, personality of who she is as a wrestler, that hasn't been fleshed out enough yet. But that'll come with time. But as far as, like, in-ring stuff, I got nothing to complain about there. Yeah,
1: absolutely. She almost has kind of like a Jungle Boy thing going on for me, where she needs, like, an edge. You know what I mean?
0: Right. Yeah. I I don't know. Maybe at some point uh, she'll either, like, officially join the Dark Order or, um maybe even betray the dark order in some way and go heal maybe that would be a maybe. way to get her there so that would be that would be a very interesting storyline because her one of the main things that um's come out of her working with the dark order is that negative one is basically obsessed with her if you if you watch dark he'll come out to a lot of her matches even though um she's not a part of um, the dark order and I mean good for him. Anybody that's his age sitting around a uh, woman like her, that's that's awesome. But it would be an interesting <laughs> storyline for her to turn heel and to, like, break this little kid's heart. That would be interesting. Yeah, um, yeah
2: I don't know exactly. I, it, he, I think
1: she, because, like, I think the Dark Order, obviously, in general, whenever he's there, like, is kind of, like, watching him mm-hmm. and, like, taking care of him. And I think just, like, she also, it, since she's also, like, basically with Anna Jay and, like, quarter. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think basically she's she's just washing out for him a lot. Just in the back in general, because mm-hmm. I know whenever like he's around, like um uh, like she'll show up on Sammy Guevara's blog a lot, and mm-hmm. like he'll he'll like he'll show up too and hang out. So like I think just in general, like they're like they're hanging around. Yeah. So I think that's why he shows up. It's they in general. They're just he just hangs around her a lot.
0: Yeah. I mean, they, also, like you said,
1: good
2: friend.
0: Yeah, if I was that age and had that opportunity, definitely would have done the same thing. Um yeah, so um, as far as that match goes, like I said, not my worst match in the night. Um actually really good, better than the Cody tag match and better than the other. Oh, one absolutely. Match, so
2: Yeah. No, I think this I
1: when we get to the worst match that I know is yours, we'll 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 talk about it because I still am not I'm calming down, but I'm still frustrated about it, just because of some of the stuff that I agree that some of it was weird, but some of it was amazing. So we'll we'll get there though. But yeah. but the next match, which I know isn't the, is not the one you're talking about. The uh-huh. next match, CM Punk and Eddie Kingston.
0: Man, this was just awesome storytelling. Right
1: off the bat, that backward that backward spinning fist
2: yeah. knocking
0: CM
1: Punk the fuck out to start the match, like, before the match even started.
0: Oh, boy. And then, and then Eddie's reaction to knocking Punk out. oh, just, oh. It was so good. <laughs> oh, and yeah, yeah I, I I don't even know where to start. Um, I, I think I want to get to the, the homage, because that was the moment that I was it, like, holy fuck. But the fact they that... They
1: just whipped each other off uh-huh. more than, like, two 12-year-olds that were pissed
0: at each other. That's true, uh, but also the pump like, uh, busted open for the match, and not like a yeah. little bit. Oh, it was yeah. I it was just a it was a fight. Like I want to see this continue because I want to see them like buy so keep feuding. But this was just a straight up fight, and uh, then the by the end the added um, again Kingston. I don't know. I'm guessing Kingston's going heel because again he like. Punk reaches out to shake his hand, and again kicks and leaves the ring.
2: Yeah, Yeah. You
0: know, which I yeah. Um, let's see what. But what was your like initial reaction when uh, Punk did the uh, John Cena side suplex? Dude, I,
1: literally the words that came out of my mouth were "You got to be fucking kidding me!" Not in like a not in like a upset way, but just in a like "Get the fuck out of here." <laughs> Like I was laughing, I was literally laughing out loud.
0: My favorite part is that um, I think it was today. I saw an interview where he said, "Yeah, I just one of the parts that makes me enjoy this is I get to fuck with people every once in a while." That was literally yeah. him just fucking with the crowd.
1: Like, yeah, oh, it made me so happy. Oh. Like, how can like, how can you not find that just absolutely hilarious and awesome?
0: Oh, and um, yeah, I. So I think Punk winning again, like I think this one of this helps Punk take another step forward to where we want him to be because he, this time he bled and it was just, it was a straight fight. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's really good for him. And I think whatever's happening with Kingston, I'm very interested to see where, what they're planning on doing. If he's just going to go straight heel. Or what's happening? Like because this is the second time he's had a hard fought match and jumped out. Usually that means you're gonna go heel because it's like fuck this, you know. Yeah. If I can't win, I'm gonna you know win any way I can. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm very interested to see where everything goes there. Um, I don't know what happens with Punk uh, next or Kingston, but both them, whatever they end up doing is gonna be what I want to watch. So.
2: Yeah. Um, no,
1: I really. I, I, so I really do hope mm-hmm. that this continues. I'm afraid that it's not going to for no yeah. other reason than the fact that they don't really continue stuff very often after one yeah. pay-per-view. So, which is very, that's it's it's one of my, it's probably like my biggest pet peeve is yeah. just I wish they would like continue stuff that needs to continue because sometimes yeah. they really cut it off way too early.
0: Yeah, because I feel like punk and Kingston only got like maybe two or three weeks of build.
2: Yeah, it was start. like three weeks,
0: and they did a great job building in that short amount of time. But now that they've got something there. I'd like to see music for longer. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Well,
2: yeah. We'll- like especially
1: like like, punk could come out and be like you know like it was a great night. You know, like he can come out on Wednesday. Like it was a great night. You know like. Full gear was awesome. Eddie you knew had a great, had a hell of a match. You know, no, I tried to shake his hands. You know, but but you know, he he, he was too much of a child, and he, and you know, he could be a man and shake my hand. And then right. like Eddie could come out and be like, "Who the fuck are you even talking to?" I knocked your ass out before the match even fucking started, or right. you know, stuff like that. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, no, it would definitely make sense. It, it, I you know, like I said, "Well, let's see what happens." As we're recording, um, Dynamite's like tomorrow. So yep. what well, when? So yeah, um, check back in um after next week's episode, just you know, week after, to see what happened. Basically, um, so after the um Kingston match, I can I'm really suck at remembering what happens. What was the next match after that?
1: Is the match that I uh, well, there's only two matches left. So <laughs> the next match is the match that is your least favorite, the Minneapolis Street Fight.
0: No, clearly I was talking about the world title match. You know, I just yeah, thought obviously. that was sucked and overblown and yeah, whatever. Clearly. Let's get it over with. But yeah, um, So, I mean, I don't,
1: I don't know how you thought this was worse than the tag match. I really don't.
0: I well, one, I didn't like the setup. I didn't like the fact that in a street fight they start off tagging. Like I know that broke well, down yeah, that, mostly, but that was stupid. Yeah, I, you
1: know, I, I yeah, I had a lot of problems <laughs> with that too. It made no sense. But right. unless you well. It wouldn't make any sense unless you realized, knowing the history of Minneapolis like I do, Uh that most street fights began with people standing in different, with the groups of people standing in different corners and one from each group going into the middle to start and then having a very strict rule, like one-on-one competition.
0: Right. No, I didn't realize that. I I just my history on street fighting in Minneapolis wasn't up to date.
1: Yeah. That's just you being ignorant.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That part I didn't like. And um, I, it just, for me, it just, I don't know what it served overall. Like, I get, the only thing it really served was it got this feud over, which is fine. I'm glad that this is over. Um, You know what it served?
1: I'll tell you what it served. You know what it served? Uh Making Sammy look fucking awesome even more.
0: Yeah, Sammy came out looking good, but I think Scorpio and Ethan Page weren't done any favors, which were the other two guys that really needed something from this. Yeah, nice. yeah and, no, um, that's
1: for sure. The only, honestly, the only person that I thought looked good at the end of this match was was Sammy, basically.
0: Yeah, the ending with Dan Lambert getting the frog splash that that was fine. Like, yeah, that like was I said, good. I, I knew he was the one that was taking the pin if that's the way they were going to go because that's oh, what yeah. you do with that sort of setup. Um. Yeah no, it's I don't just know man. Day.
1: Just Sammy Jeff Hardy Guevara is just a he's, man. That's a future heavyweight champ right there.
0: Yeah no, I completely agree. I think really what it comes down to is one, the weird rule start of the match, which I didn't realize in yeah. Minneapolis, and two, it it um it was worsened by the comparison of the awesome six man falls kind anywhere match earlier in the night. That was the other. Yeah, thing. They did fair. such a great job. This is basically supposed to be the same thing, and it just wasn't as good.
1: Yeah, so, but that Six Man didn't have a bund cake.
0: That's that is true. There was no bund cake involved. I, I might have to change my vote. Uh, okay, Britt Baker. It's the Six
1: Man tag match had a thumb tacked up bun cake pan. Uh-huh. Oh, oh. Then maybe we can talk.
0: <laughs> that's true. Man, yeah, you're right. But yeah, no. Like I said, I didn't hate the matches. Just for me, it was the one that was the lowest um, on the card because I was okay with the weird storytelling, even though I didn't think it needed to be on the pay per view of the tag match. So, no.
1: yeah, I think the awkwardness of the tag match just outweighed the ridiculousness of this match. Or yeah. actually, what I would say instead is Sammy Jeff Hardy Guevara uh-huh. like made this match better than the tag match.
0: Yeah. No, he definitely he carried the weight of the match. He was the yeah. the shine star of it. Yeah. No, man, I mean,
1: I'm I'm telling you, man, Sammy Jeff Hardy Guevara is a superstar.
0: Yeah. And then yes,
1: I'm gonna keep calling him that after that Swantom Bomb off the ladder
2: <laughs> <Right.
1: laughs> onto Scorpio Sky, sitting on a table. I a mean, la Jeff Hardy to one of the Dudleys in one of the TLC matches.
0: It couldn't be more Jeff Hardy if he if he tried, basically.
1: Yeah, it, was, it, it was just so awesome.
0: Yeah. But I do remember after this match, because it happened right after this match, is the uh, premiere of Jay Lethal. Um, oh, yeah. Which, which I'm really I'm excited about. I want to see his match with Sammy. I'm a little bit concerned because of some of the stuff I've heard over the last few days, like old allegations coming out, and I'm worried that it's going to throw a monkey wrench in him any push in AEW, but hopefully it was all just social media you know, nonsense, and it won't affect anything too much, but we'll see. Um, I do, at this point, I should just put in there that this seems like the place where maybe we would have seen uh, Bray Wyatt, but apparently he's not um, coming back to wrestling just yet. He's got something else in mind. Um, I, I haven't heard too many details, but I guess he's doing a movie now.
1: Yeah, I don't and... think he's planning on coming back to wrestling at all,
0: from yeah, what I, I think...
1: saw i think he's done with wrestling
0: well if that's what he wants to do then yes i will support his you know projects i'm hoping he's doing the movie and then he is going to come back eventually but we'll see what happens no um,
1: yeah we'll see i like i said just from the little bit i had i had seen it sounded like he wasn't coming back but i mean who knows people change yeah. their mind all the fucking time
0: from what I've heard is that he um he's definitely not interested in doing the Indies like he hasn't reached out to anybody on Yeah, the yeah. So if he comes back it'll be either AEW or Impact my guess would be AEW but it's going to be after this movie is done at least. So it'll be a while still before there's any real news on that.
1: How um, do you feel about that by the way? Just before we get to the World Title match, I'm curious.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How do you feel about Mr. Otunda, basic, basically, sounding like I'm too good for the Indies.
0: I, uh, I don't know. It, de- it depends because I don't think it ever came with. He's too like it never came off that he said no. It's more that he wasn't doing wrestling at all. But at the same time, I, if if it were me and I was at his level, I don't know if I'd want to do the bingo Hall you know, the the bars or whatever you have to do for indie shows.
1: Well, there's indies have, that aren't bingo halls.
0: I just... Well, most of the indies I've seen, just, it, like, if I had a choice between doing that or AEW or maybe Impact, I would stick with AEW or Impact just because it just wouldn't seem worth it. But
1: I don't um, know. You get a lot of, like... You get a lot of... Like, if he went and did matches for, like, PWG, for example, uh-huh. like, he would get a lot of cred
0: yeah i also that's it there. i also don't know if he needs the cred i think he yeah.
1: i mean he doesn't need it for like cinematic stuff I, he could use it he could use some in-ring cred <laughs> like mm-hmm. he's not like no I've, like his his presentation and everything have always been top-notch but like i wouldn't consider him the greatest in-ring performer
0: right but I think that's the point. I think he knows that about himself, and he would never try to bank on being the greatest in ring performer if no, he comes back. He'll it, be a it, character. I
1: don't know. It, it, it could give him a chance to try to like work on it though and improve. And that's that's what what it more feels like to me is like he doesn't want to try to improve it or work at it. I don't know. It it, it 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 sounds more to me like he just wants to like he just wants to go into like cinema and stuff, which is fine. Right, Like, that's why, to me, it sounded like he was just done with wrestling, like, as a whole.
0: Right. I don't know. Like, well, have to see. Maybe he will be. I, I'm i going to definitely see the maybe, movie when it comes out, so...
1: Yeah, it's just as, as far as... And this is just my personal opinion, obviously, but like, to me, if you were still interested in... If you still wanted to wrestle, then like, you should be willing... Or you should want... You should you should be willing to, like, go and do that stuff to, like... You should want to work on your craft, you know what I mean? Right. Like, if if you're if wrestling is something you want to continue to do, then you should want to continue to, like, work at it and become better.
0: Right. Maybe. Yeah, for me, it's that, um, like, I know he's not the greatest wrestler, but I always thought his skills in ring were... Um, they were what they needed to be, and I don't think... I don't think he has to build up that much I mean, to get to where he where you'd want to be for the matches. But I'm also much more of a character driven fan most of the time, yeah. so it's hard for me to separate the two. Um, but yeah, so there's Jay Lethal. I can't wait to see him versus Santa Guevara. Hopefully, you know
2: that should be a really good match.
0: Nothing else and blows up between then and now. Um, And then that leads us to the uh, world title match, which somebody I heard somebody say this, and they were absolutely right. This match basically is two years worth of storytelling. That's proof of concept for AEW. Like the entire run of AEW up to this point has been telling this one story of Adam Page, and we got the ending of the story. So, yeah, I. There's really nothing about this that I didn't like. It, it was really well done. Don Callis did a perfect job getting involved like he should have. Yeah. Um, I love Tony Shavani's call of uh, dipshit alert as, as the Bucks came out. <laughs> that almost made me pee myself. Um, and then, yeah, the the whole drama of like the young Bucks giving the nod to Amen to actually beat Kenny, which, of course, will – Lead into some really cool storytelling with Kenny when when Kenny comes back. I think Kenny's going to be gone for a little bit from the reports I'm hearing.
1: I would hope hope so because that man has some injuries that he needs to take care of.
0: Yeah, like he's going to be out for a while repairing himself. He should. Yeah, like
1: like thank you for being there and doing what you've done. Take take time, please.
0: Yeah. Like if you want to, we'll see you next full year. Like I hope it doesn't take that long, but if it does, I understand because Jesus Christ. The schedule that that man's been wrestling for a year at this point and longer. So Yeah.
1: No, he absolutely he absolutely needs to take time off and try to get himself better. Um yeah. dude, that that like avalanche fall away slam.
2: Good yeah. God. Oh, I, so
0: good right before they hit the move I actually looked at Kenny's face and I thought like I thought I could read his mind for a second I'm like huh I really thought this was a good idea when we came up with it in the back <laughs> <But it's> just, <laughs> I don't know I just felt like at that moment he must have been like this really what I want to do okay but yeah no the the move itself was awesome there's really it was a perfect batch it was just like, I was really afraid when um, Hangman left that they had missed their chance because you can't usually start and stop that kind yeah. of momentum. But the momentum was still there, the crowd was behind them a thousand percent. I don't remember if it was on Dynamite or this, but I told you that, like, I really got Stone Cold Steve Austin vibes, and other people have been saying it now too. But what I think really makes it different is that. It doesn't feel like he's forcing it. It just feels like he's somehow the natural successor to that character, if that makes sense.
1: I mean, like, they're not exactly the same thing,
0: right? But no, not, not even trying, not even being the same character. I mean, like he feels like um, he feels like he has that energy of the um, the redneck. Um, guy that's gonna come in and just be the avenging like spirit of ass kickery if that makes sense. Like I'm trying to think of the Oh gotcha. Yeah
2: yeah yeah. But,
0: gotcha,
1: okay, yeah, that makes more sense.
0: Like those moments when Stone Cold when the music would hit and he would just come out and just beat everybody. I feel that coming off of Adam Page um in a very good way. Which yeah. is again more impressive because other people have tried to do that and it just doesn't work. It hasn't worked when it's forced, but it doesn't feel like it's being forced with him. Just instead of glass shattering, you get <laughs> 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 pretty much yeah. <laughs> Um, Yeah, no, I um, I think like I said, I think that that really summed it up well was that th- his two-year journey to the title is basically the entire story of AEW and now that he's the world champion, it kind of feels like AEW cemented as, yep, they're legit. So, where are we going to go from here?
1: Yeah, this really kind of feels like a next chapter.
0: Yeah. It's weird. Like, it's weird.
2: It's weird, because, like, every... It,
1: at least, make, correct me if if I'm not, like, maybe you don't feel the same way, but, like, for me personally, mm-hmm. it feels like every world champion so far has has almost kind of been, like, a chapter in the life of
0: AEW. Yeah. I would say so, because, like, it starts off with Jericho, who is, like, them trying to connect this new thing to the history and prestige of the past because of all the stuff that Jericho's done. Um, Moxley, basically, Mm. in the um, time of the pandemic, becomes the gonna like fight through it and kick ass and we're not going anywhere and then Kenny Omega becomes the this is now we're taking over the prestige of the Indies and like the best bout machine and then yeah then you get to Adam page and it's like okay now aew has established it, it's a real thing and now we're the future is what I I think you're right I think each one seems like it's a very specific chapter yeah know?
1: they're very distinct. Like, very distinct moments in AEW.
0: Yeah, all that, yeah. I have nothing bad to say about it. I really can't wait to see him versus Danielson. I don't know how that match is going to go, but um, it's going to be a fun match no matter what happens. Um, And that does lead us to, because you said we were going to do it if uh, he won, Uh, the what-if question you wanted to talk about was um, comparing this Overall story to what's happened with Roman Reigns. Yeah, less of a what
1: if, but more of just a comparison. Like, because when you think about it, you had two years of Page losing, 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 like losing every like significant match. Right. But the fans never turned on him, and when he eventually won the title, everyone loved it.
0: Right. When you look at Reigns,
1: it was the same kind of thing. It was a two, two to three year run where he lo- like lost every title match, all of the right. same guy, by the way. And you know, until he finally turned that, like he finally made the turn. It- and won and beat Lesnar, but it wasn't the same thing. It wasn't like fans didn't stick by him, right? Fan, fans were fans loved him at first, but the more it kept going and the more shots he got, the more the fans turned on him. And when he did win the title and everything, fans weren't happy that he. Fans were relieved if they didn't have to see him like keep losing, I guess. Right, but like they booed the crap out of him. No one loved like no one was happy for him. Obviously, they're two different characters, but it was kind of the same story. They were similar stories being told. So I was just curious about your thoughts on maybe like why one worked and why one didn't, aside from the fact of just one was WWE.
0: Right. I think part of the reasoning is that um, Lesnar, or not Lesnar, Reigns was kind of um, I don't think people understand what this means when I say it, but I think it fits here. He was kind of pushed down people's throats in that if you watch the Adam Page build up, he, yeah, he lost a lot of major um, uh, counters, but a lot of times he was just on dark winning matches to build up the, the win streak to get to there. So he wasn't on the weekly TV every week being put over as like the next, top guy the big dog and then losing every time um, mm-hmm. so I think that's part of it is you, like, Adam Page was allowed to grow organically as he, like people like me was watching Dark and Elevation and occasionally and I got to see him win those matches impressively um, and then lose at the last second um, it's a different kind of story than Roman Reigns on Raw every week just beating everybody down and then clearly just losing because. You know what I mean? So I think that might be part of it. He was, Roman was more pushed in a negative way than um Adam Page. Um yeah. a, you know, had to put a point on it.
1: Yeah. Wow. I you know, I one hundred percent agree. I I don't know if I could say it could have said it much better myself. I mm-hmm. yeah, they were I I agree completely. I will also say, I think their different fan bases as well have a lot to say about it. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, not only that, but I think the characters themselves. Because on kind of like what you were saying, in Ring, Roman Reigns' character is a very dominant figure. You know what I mean? Right. Like, the way he speaks and everything and his promos are very, like, I'm the best here. Like, no one can even, like lace my boots you know what i mean right so when you have that kind of a character and they lose all the like consistently lose to the like at the same like going for the same thing that eventually like that'll eventually turn people which hangman wasn't like that at all like throughout this entire two-year run he has been his character has been one of like just, like Basic human faults, you know what I mean? Right. Like, like he, like was very, like unsure, insecure of himself and of his own talent. You know, and it caused him to like push away friends, like caused yeah. him to push away like his best friends, which I feel like a lot of like a lot of people can probably like, you know, relate with. You no, know, he had developed a huge drinking problem on screen. You know, like just very. A very like relatable person, fighting mm-hmm. through these very relatable issues, and event and you know eventually the culmination being full gear where he, you know, surpasses those issues as well as, you know, winning the title. Right. I feel like when yeah. you have a character that is, when you have a character that's fighting realistic issues and mm-hmm. is like slowly but surely, surpass like. Owning those issues and like beating and defeating them, mm-hmm. it creates a very, it creates like an extremely likable person, an extremely right. likable
2: character.
0: Right. Yeah. And not to mention the fact that just as, as people, they're two different people, and that Roman Reigns has the entire family history behind him, which now is being used to really good effect. But when yeah. you have that and you're trying to build them the way they were, it's like, no, no one's going to believe that he's the plucky underdog trying to, you know, get over this hump of the beast when he's the fucking Rock's cousin like what the fuck are you talking about like Vince would bend over a table in a second if it kept Roman in there for 15 more minutes because that's where the money is right now Um, and yes that was a Vince McMahon offering his butthole joke to Roman Reigns Um, although from what
1: we learned from a firing it takes more than just being a relative of the Rock to hold down a job in the WWE
0: that one Nia Jax is still one of the most shocking releases, just because of that fact. Like, because I remember, of
1: that one fact.
0: Yeah, I can't believe a member of that family was fired for anything. Um, that just
1: goes to show, like, just really quick, that goes to show you how dangerous she was in the ring. Right. And i yeah. not dangerous as in like a like unstoppable. Dangerous as in like literally hurt a lot of like hurt her competitors.
0: Yeah, she retired a few people, not like the, like, oh, last match type of way. Like, they can't wrestle anymore because they fought her.
2: Yeah, like, unsafe. <laughs>
0: um, but I think also, to the same point, part of the way that Roman got turned around was by accident exactly what they did on purpose with Paige, in that the fans started getting behind him after his leukemia scare came back. Yeah, Like, and exactly the same thing. Like he had to fight back against this really real life thing that people relate to, and that's what turned it around for him. Where Paige, they basically manufactured uh, the same type of thing for him in storyline.
1: Yeah, so, although I will say that man, the the backing of Roman after he came back that went away real fucking fast. Right. Like they cheered for him for a few weeks, and then
0: yeah. yeah. But I don't think they ever got back to the full-on hatred that they had before that whole thing happened. It was more of a good-natured, like, oh, boo, you, Roman, you're so brave. <laughs> That's how it always felt <laughs> to me. Oh, no,
1: I don't I, know. I just feel like the fans are very, like, have just... <laughs> for as many jokes as we make about the WWE thinking that their fans have very short memories... Uh-huh. Like I think this is one thing that they did have a very very short memory of, and just after a few weeks they just forgot, and was uh-huh. like, "Oh yeah, that's Roman Reigns. Fuck you." <laughs>
0: uh, well, maybe. But um, but, yeah, no, I I think that I think that's pretty much it. I think it's just the way you choose to like put somebody out there makes a big difference. Wrestling fan, and like I hear this from a lot of insiders, and I think. There's very few people that watch wrestling very amount of time that wouldn't notice this. wrestling fans do not want anything pushed on them overtly like you have to find that balance of pushing somebody without it feeling forced because the moment it feels forced they're gonna rebel and they're gonna rebel hard and yeah. it's gonna be really hard to get that person over if they do that so yeah absolutely yeah. Um, yeah, I think um, I'm really happy with uh, um, the overall Hangman Adam Page uh, thing. So I think right now, you might as well, um, I can announce right now what we can do for the next uh, uh, Chaos or Insight, because it's the idea that I had, and it'll still be relevant because it's a, it's a very evergreen thing for AEW. Uh, like a week ago, I saw Holy Ray ask the question, um, what does AEW need to get over the final hump like he was talking about how their locker room right now is equivalent to tna's locker room when they had aj Styles, samoa joe um and all those guys so like they have literally every tool but there is still s- something lacking um what what that's not getting it over a million views a week on dynamite so that would be the question like what is it that's um Keeping AEW back, and I think I have a few ideas. Um, so I think next time we do cast ringside, I think that'll be the question we ask. So cool. um, I like it because
1: yeah, I have I have ideas too on that already. So yeah, that's good.
0: Yeah, and there's obviously we love AEW, we're not saying anything was necessarily wrong, but there is definitely something that's keeping them just from that next level. Hopefully, the Adam Page thing I, is one of those things that's going to get them there. But since that's brand new, there's so. no way to tell. You know.
2: I just
1: need them to be. I don't. And I've, I've, I've said this to you before, and I've said it on here before too. I don't want them to be WWE. Right. Like, I don't want them to be that big. Right. Because when you get that big, you develop WWE like issues.
0: Right. I don't like. Yeah. And I've said, I don't care if they get as big as a business, but I want them to have the viewership either equal or um, at least comparable because. That will keep them safe longer to stay on the platform that I can watch, is why I want. So
1: yeah, the other thing is I don't think they need to beat WWE and viewers
2: right. to
1: stay on TV. You know what I mean? Right. Like I, they're already they're already like pulling in more viewers than like anything else on there, aside from like sporting events, I guess.
0: Right. I saw something interesting the other day. Um, that Jeff Jarrett was talking about like the early impact numbers and how like they were pulling down like 800,000 back when they started on spike. And basically if they, if impact had the numbers today that they had back then, they would have been fucking fine because it was a completely different thing in 2002. It kind of fucked them over, which I find hilarious because that's how quickly the culture of what, like what's good or what's doing good in TV has changed. Oh well, um, yeah,
2: but that also has to
1: do with time and the internet. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, involve the streaming service. That's the other thing you said. Yeah, yeah, I exactly. I thought, I thought it was like if, <laughs> Yeah, go ahead.
1: No, I was just gonna say like if streaming, if streaming services and and like the internet wasn't what it is today, mm-hmm. AEW would probably. Well, actually, I don't know because they wouldn't. They mm, they they would probably have. They, they would probably regularly have over a million viewers, I would say. Easily.
0: Yeah, that's true. Because I don't know what the... Because the numbers that you always hear quoted are either the night of or what's called... Um, uh, there's a term for it. But basically, I think it's like three days after. like Streaming views plus the night of equals the views that you see um, in the ratings. So if you didn't have all the... That doesn't count. Anybody that watches it like later that week... doesn't count anybody that goes back and like binges like a few episodes in a row you're just not counted because you weren't um in the initial viewing for the advertisers that's why they care about that spot um so yeah there's no way of knowing what those numbers would be if those options weren't available
2: yeah Um, or if there
0: were less watching options yeah anyway All right, so I think that's good. Uh, Next week, we're watching In Your House from February of uh, 1996. Um, I don't remember what it is. Oh, interesting. I did look it up. I forget who's in it, but the main event happens to be a cage match. So that's kind of serendipitous that last week was um, two cage matches in WCW, and now we're going to do a cage match in WWF. So... Um. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Then the week after is another chaos of ringside where we're going to talk more about Adam Page and other stuff happening in wrestling. Obviously, and I'm then, really
1: I'm really curious and excited for tomorrow.
0: Yeah, we're recording this on a Tuesday, so tomorrow's uh, dynamite. So yeah, we're very interested to see what happens on the first dynamite after full gear. Um, and then for Thanksgiving there should be a bonus episodes coming out. And I think that's about it. Oh, and uh, for this next upcoming Monday, uh, we'll be watching the first episode of Voyager. So check that out on Chaos mm-hmm. and Frontier. All right. I think that's about it. Did you have anything else you wanted to add, buddy?
1: Just everyone remember that when life gives you lemons, fucking just lemonade, motherfuckers. Lemonade.
0: <laughs> have you seen them? I'm, I'm going to derail it for a second just to tell you this meme because it's hilarious. Have you seen the meme of different generations getting lemons? No. Um, it starts off with um, boomers. When life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Uh, Gen Xers. When life gives you lemons, turn it into a lemon business water or a lemon water business where you sell it for 50 uh, bucks a pop. Millennials. As if life is ever going to give me lemons. Like you're just getting free lemons out here. <laughs> Sorry, it just makes me laugh every time I hear it, it's like like life will ever actually just give you a lemon, please. Sounds about right. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, let's try and make this podcast our lemon. Uh, <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week, everybody.
2: Deuces.